Blog Talk Radio. Paul Lawrence Van hosts the Wealthy Speaker Talk Radio Show, an exciting and entertaining show. Listeners, fans, and followers are inspired, motivated, and discover strategies that assist them in improving their personal and professional life. Tune in, listen in, and phone in with questions. Encourage your family, friends, and colleagues to tune in as well. Tune in, listen in, and call in with questions at 516-453-9480. And or join Paul and guest experts in the web chat room, www.blogtalkradio.com slash Van. We look forward to you joining us for another amazing episode of the Wealthy Speaker Radio Show. And good day, everyone. On a magnificent Monday, I'm your host, Paul Lawrence Van, host of the Wealthy Speaker Talk Radio Show, and we have a tremendous guest today, and his name is Justin Constantine. Justin, how are you doing today? <laughs> Paul, good afternoon. I'm doing fantastic. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on your show. Ah, fantastic. Now, I'm going to read uh, Justin's uh, bio, and I'm telling you, he's one of the most amazing people I've ever interviewed. And I'm not saying that to be saying it because I've interviewed a lot of people. But I want you to listen in on what his background is. He visits the Wealthy Speaker Show today to share his remarkable journey, having retired from the Marine Corps at the rank of lieutenant colonel. He's a Purple Heart recipient, having been injured in combat in Iraq. He's a motivational speaker, published author, TEDx speaker, Sherm Diversity and Inclusion Partner, Employment Expert, and he focuses on veteran employment and motivational speaking. Justin shares his experience speaking to corporations and associations about leadership, overcoming adversity, and the upside of change. He is also a subject matter expert on veteran employment and recently wrote the authoritative book on that topic, which we would talk about today. And Sherm published this book just a couple of years ago. Now, Justin shares how he transitioned from the battlefield to become part of the leadership team at JobPath, which is an impressive company offering a wide variety of employment solutions to veterans, military spouses, as well as to employers. Justin is also a 2020 Global Good Fund Fellow, and he's increasing his leadership and social entrepreneurship skills and taking them to greater heights as a result of this fellowship. So, Justin, and that, listeners, is just a smaller bit of what Justin is doing. So, Justin, welcome to the show, and we're honored to have you, my friend. <laughs> well, thank you. I, I really appreciate that generous introduction. It's, uh, as I said, I'm, I'm excited to be on your show today and looking forward to having a nice conversation with you. All right, fantastic. So let's get started, Justin. How do you serve your clients as the Chief Business Development Officer at JobPath? Listeners want to know. Yeah, well, thank you. JobPath is a, is a great little company. We, uh, JobPath has been around for seven years. I've been part of the leadership team there for three years. And as you said, I'm in charge of business development. And while we focus uh, up to historically on veteran employment, we're a tech platform. And so nothing like uh, job fairs and things like that. We, we're a, a highly advanced tech platform where we advance, we bring on 24,000 new users every month and have 200,000 folks looking for new opportunities um, at all times in our database. These are men and women who have served or, and or their spouses. 
um, I'm in charge of finding uh, companies that want to hire uh, hire veterans and military spouses, but we've also uh, white labeled our software to nonprofits that want to provide some of our services to their folks. And we've also, uh, based on Sherm's leadership, uh, they they point out that many other groups could benefit from our expertise as well. So we've built out similar platforms. Uh, yes, Justin, uh, you can continue. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. So I'm just saying, so when a company comes to job pass, they'll find veterans there. Uh, we can talk about why veterans make great employees, but they'll also find uh, all, all, all sorts of other folks who um, maybe come from some sort of disadvantaged uh, background. Yes, yes. And that, that is tremendous. But 24,000, that is yeah. remarkable. That's yeah. really a mark. But again, number. that's based on that artificial intelligence and that uh, digital platform that you have set up there, which captures quite a bit. You're right. We we use uh, uh, we use a lot of artificial intelligence and machine learning. So we have a our, our platform is constantly changing and updating. For instance, if you came on there and identified that you were interested in careers, uh, potential careers in marketing, IT. Um, construction and healthcare, and so we automatically oh, started pushing you job opportunities and all those that you only clicked on healthcare. Well, we stopped pushing you the opportunities in other categories and help you focus on what you're interested in. You know, that, that's just one small example, but we, we focus on the tech side and providing solutions that people can use from their phone or from the comfort of their own homes, which is particularly relevant now in the face of COVID-19. Oh, for sure, for sure. And uh, one of the things I, I know that you talked about, I did a bit of research on it, uh, when you state that you onboard, hire, and retain veterans, uh, what is that ORI resulting from hiring veterans and military spouses? Well, uh, I really appreciate that question, Paul, because some folks look at, I believe, some folks look at veterans as something patriotic or just something good for publicity, but really there's so much more to it. The hiring veterans, and, and I'm going to just stick on veterans and not military spouses, just focus on veterans for a second, sure. but there, there are, first of all, there's 7,500 different job descriptions in the military, and 80% of them are non-combat related. So um, every job that exists in the private sector, there. You know, whether you're talking about PR or marketing or cybersecurity or lawyers or engineers or whatever, we have them in, in the military. So folks who are coming out, and, and we do have 250,000 veterans leaving or service members leaving the military every year. So that's a big pipeline. There's a lot of folks in there. If you can figure out how to connect with them, you can have a recurring pipeline year after year whether you're looking for a truck driver or a coder or whatever it is. And so the ROI of being able to bring someone on and, and keep them on your payroll is invaluable. And so a lot of companies spend a lot of money on if they have a high turnover. That's a terrible scenario for the employer and the employee. And so a lot of what I talked about in the book I wrote is for veterans and, and really it's a guidebook for HR professionals, but it applies to to anyone really and so for instance 
assign them a mentor in the first first day or first week, and that's a great practice for anyone. But in the military, we're used to having mentors and having folks who we can turn to for guidance. And a lot of companies have employee resource groups for veterans and, and other groups, whether they're African Americans or Latinos or women or LGBTQ, whatever it is. And so connecting them with them in the first right away, but even before that, just properly identifying if you're onboarding someone who is a veteran or coming out of the military, it's critical that you find that out because if you don't, you'll never be able to measure how well they're doing and make sure you're, you're um, taking advantage of the fact that they are veterans. So there is a, there is a large ROI um, study show that veterans, uh, when, they, when they land at a company, it's a good fit. They're more loyal than non-veterans, and they really can get behind a mission because we're used to that from the military is embracing exactly. a mission. <laughs> yeah, and trying to be part of a solution and being very creative and, and being part of a team. We love that. Uh, we are encouraged to take the initiative, but we are used to working with people who may not look or talk or sound like us, but we like teamwork. You know, of course, we all come with some level of leadership experience. So all these are things that contribute to a strong ROI when you look at hiring veterans. Well, I tell you, that's a very robust program. And then to match up people who, who come from uh, the minority populations as well, to match them up with someone, and that also yeah. helps, to re- yeah, helps to reinforce uh, possibly some longevity as well. Uh, a employee who, who feels that they're needed and they're wanted, they tend to perform at a much higher level of which you just explained. So uh, Job Path is doing a tremendous yeah. job of onboarding. So I really have to salute you all for uh, that <laughs> excellent work that <laughs> you're you. doing. Now, Justin, I know earlier I talked about it briefly in, in your introduction in terms of your resource. Uh, when I mentioned We Will to At Will, what does this resource do for your ideal clients? Yeah, that's that, that's the book I wrote that Sherman published in 2018, and they published 12 books that year, and this was one of them. And so I was I was very pleased with that. Um, we rolled it out at Sherman's national conference. You know, Sherman is a Society for Human Resource Management, so the largest exactly. HR, yeah, largest HR association in the country was. I don't know, 350,000 members or something like that. So I spoke at their national conference, did a workshop about uh, what we're talking about today, hiring onboarding veterans. And then based on this book, I've probably spoken at a dozen different Sherman conferences, whether it's diversity and inclusion or uh, talent conference or state conferences. I'm getting ready to speak at the New York State conference next month. It'll be virtual. But you know, the point is, this is a guidebook that I wrote with a, with a focus on HR professionals to help them because they have tough jobs. People in HR have, no matter what your job is, you're busy and you have a lot oh, yeah. of responsibility. And, and you're probably not familiar, maybe you're not familiar with veterans. And so if you're, say, the boss or someone comes and says, you know what, we're going to start hiring veterans now, that can be a very daunting task if you don't have a background in the military. So I, I wrote this book, and it's not just my thoughts. It's kind of like a layout of an idiot's guide to hiring veterans. Sure. Where I include, yeah, so I try to make it easy and interactive. I include input from 50 different um, individuals, nonprofits, uh, companies, you know, to share best practices, 
things to watch out for, case studies, you know, some things that have worked across industries and what different leaders in different segments of society had to say about this and references. And I also included most of the chapters guidance for uh, job seekers who are veterans and military spouses. So, for instance, there's a chapter dedicated solely to the invisible wounds of war. And so that's to educate uh, employers about that, but also a bunch of material for veterans and their spouses about about resources that exist for us too. And I try to do that in every chapter. And when a job pass, when we sign up a new client, we'll send them an autographed copy of the book. And uh, you know, Sherm of course sells the book themselves in their in their bookstore. It's done it's done quite well. We also give it out or sell it in the workshops. So it's just really a, um, a strong resource for folks, HR professionals, new and experienced, who are trying to learn more about hiring veterans. Oh, that's fantastic. And, again, uh, your book, yeah. and, again, it's titled We Will to At Will. It's a very foundational book for, let's say, a civilian HR yeah. They're not very familiar right. with, with a military officer or enlisted, and so it helps kind of break down that wall, so to speak, to help them to better understand and appreciate what's taking place. So I think that's really, really great and makes it more holistic as well that they have a source to turn to. And, of course, SHRM is just rocks. I, I uh, went through my uh, diversity and inclusion program training with them as well, so I really okay. believe in what they're doing also. Yes, and I believe that yeah. you, you have as well. Yeah. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I'm a sure yeah. certified instructor. So when I mm-hmm. give these workshops or any, any of the work we do at Job Pass, it's uh, folks get sure credit. Like we just finished filming an e-learning series based on this book, uh-huh. and so when we roll it out, HR professionals will get sure credit for for watching it. Oh, fantastic! Fantastic. Yeah. Now, uh, uh, Justin, I tell you, you I the other fellows with with the Global Good Fund. Uh, we have been impacted by COVID-19. We didn't see it coming. Mm-hmm. I know I didn't. And yeah. <laughs> how has this uh, how has this impacted you? And what type of pivot have you made to your business model to offset the pause in the business and the economy over, let's say, the last 100 days? It's been really atmosphere shifting. Oh, for sure. Um, it's impacted me in a number of ways, and. and I'll just highlight two. One is in my because I am I do work as a business development officer at JobPath. I also have my own business as a motivational exactly. and inspirational speaker. So I'll talk about JobPath first, and then, and then talk about okay. my, business, my speaking business at JobPath. You know, we've it's actually oddly been been good for us because so now so there are no more face to face meetings. And we're a tech platform. We're a virtual platform. So we're we're now selling our our software platform to cities and states and and organizations that focus on workforce development uh, generally and for discrete groups like veterans or people with disabilities, formerly incarcerated people that need an online resource that's reliable and trustworthy with a truly proven track record. So we we're actually our, our business our business is booming in that regard. For me as a speaker, oh, I had a pivot because I'm focused. I was focused solely on, you know, a company would hire me, say, a T-Mobile, or someone would hire me to come in and provide a keynote presentation and a sales kickoff, or or some some sort of annual conference or whatever. But obviously, those aren't going on anymore. 
And, and if they are having those meetings, they're virtual. Many of them are, are those meetings aren't happening. So I had to, and, and having, doing it virtually isn't necessarily the same as just providing the same content because there's a big difference. Exactly. Between, mm-hmm. Yeah, big difference in, in person and, and through the through a Zoom uh, platform or, or other similar platforms. So I've had to create new content. I'm shifting more to a, focusing on positivity and thriving in the face of change. And so I'm not yeah. only changing my message, but, you know, um, the Global Good Fund has helped me buy some equipment that has helped me do uh-huh. work virtually. And, and the, the work we're doing at Global Good Fund is helping me really drill down and understand what it takes to make this pivot. So there is, like all of us, um, there is hard work to be done with the pivot, but I just I see a lot of opportunity and, uh, up ahead. Yeah, and see, that's, that's what is what's, uh, wonderful about it, that when there are challenges, life challenges, or as an entrepreneur, there are opportunities yeah. that abound. And I think now we're just looking at how things are kind of the dust settles, so to speak, and, mm-hmm. and trying to find out what is the new normal. Is there a new normal? And uh, those organizations like yours, uh, if when you're nimble, and you're able to make that adjustment and move forward. And you explained it just perfectly uh, by getting the equipment and then making those adjustments. And uh, since we talked about the Global Good Fund, and Global Good Fund, of course, they look at uh, high potential uh, entrepreneurs who also have a, a social entrepreneur uh, uh, bend to them as well. Um, how is it transforming your leadership platform and, social, as, and as a social entrepreneur? In other words, since you've you've uh, come in as a fellow, how has that that shifted uh, your leadership platforms? Well, in I'll light tell of you COVID nineteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, well, it's been very helpful having you know, as you know, we were all assigned a coach and then a right. and then an executive mentor. But mm-hmm. yeah, so. Having the opportunity to work with a coach, and I'm also a certified coach on my own, but there's a big difference uh-huh. between being a coach and having a coach. You know, so exactly. I can't really coach myself. <laughs> but uh, uh, having, you know, and I'm a, I just wrapped up with my coach. I think it was our fifth or sixth uh, session uh-huh. just this past Friday, and it really, it really helped. It really helped. Uh, she helped me focus. I could bring to the table issues. Uh, that I'm facing personally, or they're kind of deep, some of them are deep rooted. And she helped me with exercises to push through them, understand why they still resonate with me, um, things I can do to push past them, or exercises I can take to figure out how to focus on what's important for me in that moment. And so it's been very, it's been very beneficial as, you know, we're all juggling a lot of plates, especially entrepreneurs. We have a lot of plates in the air, and we have to identify how to spend our time most effectively. I think as, as a leader, that's a key leadership component is how do you spend your time to be the most impact, impactful and, and take care of your people along the way. So Global Good Fund has been very helpful to me right now, with, really, with a coach. And I'm moving on to the next level, which is start working with my executive mentor, which I'm looking right. forward to as well because um, – uh-huh. Yeah, that, that's uh, – you know, 
Yeah, that's really remarkable. And, you know, the amazing thing about it is that, uh, like you're a coach, I'm a coach as well, certified coach, and I find yeah. myself coaching sometimes <laughs> as yeah. I'm going oh, yeah. through the coaching. <laughs> and I said, okay, sure. pull back, pull back, let him coach you. Don't try to coach <laughs> But I think it's just that's a normal right. process, which I think is great because at least we're in tune uh, to what, what has right. taken place, which I think is we grow from that. So that's that's yeah. remarkable. So uh, I know you mentioned earlier, and I haven't mentioned it yet, but you also head up the Constantine Group. Right. So I, I uh, and that's what I keep telling listeners. I didn't tell the whole story about Justin because Justin has been, you've been on the New York Stock Exchange before, right? <laughs> I have. And I have. you've taken pictures with presidents, not one, yeah. but a couple of presidents. See, Justin is not your average guest expert. <laughs> you know, he he blows me away with how humble he is because he has done some incredible and remarkable things. And guess what? It's not going to be the end of his story. And I can tell you that right <laughs> now. But I, I looked at his background, and it's just, just awesome. You know, I'm, I'm so proud of him knowing him and to be able to interview him. And Justin, Justin didn't know that, but I told him, I said, Justin, you don't know how much respect I have for you, my friend. <laughs> but he's yeah, tremendous. Yeah, you, you did say that, and I really appreciate that because, um, <laughs> you know, it's just, it's just really, it's just really nice to hear. And, and you know, we we all can get in our little bubbles, especially now during with the social and physical distancing. Right. And so I really appreciate you reaching out and telling me that, Paul. Yeah, well, I tell you, I, I looked at it and I was like, wow. The W-O-W. <laughs> now, you're an outstanding speaker, uh, noted author, and change agent, and your programs, of course, assist audience members uh, when you provide their program services and products. Um, so let's talk a little bit about since this new change has taken place with more of the virtual and digital platform, how mm-hmm. has that shift been for, let's say, your clients? How has that shift been, or is that still in the making? Well, the shift is ongoing right now, but I couldn't be more excited about it. And, and I'm sure other people are in the same boat as I am where they've been wanting to do something for a while, and COVID-19 is now forcing them to do it. And so I, yes. of course, yes. um, being a keynote seeker is great, but of course, being able, but that requires travel and time and expense and, you know, a lot of logistics. Of course, having more products online available 24-7 is a much better business model. So, and I also have some other things going on in my life where I want to pivot and change my message to really drilling down on positivity and thriving yeah. in the face of change. So I'm, I'm doing that now. and I'm, I'm excited about what the next two to three months holds as I try, as I build out uh, on, online resources for people and I'm, you know, I've written two books. I wrote a leadership book, and I also wrote the book we right. talked already. But I'm, I'm uh-huh. starting on a third book, and I have ideas for books three, four, and five already. Um, smaller resources, you know, white sure. papers, things like that. So all, all that is in the works, and it takes time. But, you know, when you're doing something you love, it sure doesn't seem like it. So I, I'm just excited to – I've already started to pivot, and I think – it makes a lot of sense for me personally, and I think a lot of businesses will really appreciate it because their people are out there, and their people are are struggling to 
figure out what's going on, uh, how do I succeed, are things going what does the future of work look like, will we be coming back into the office, uh, if not, how do I stay motivated, keep my team motivated, all sorts of things that, that I'm reading and, and watching others and writing on, so this is a very exciting time for me. Um, uh, I don't want to make it sound like COVID-19 is exciting, sure, it's, not, sure. it's, it's terrible, right. but as a, as a professional, it's exciting for me where I'm creating and, and working on new material all the time. Uh, for sure, and, and by you uh, changing, uh, having more books that you're planning yeah. and providing white papers, so you're providing more content of what people need, and by shifting your message, it's, it's making it a more timely message for people who need it the most. And so that's, that's very important. And, and the other thing is when we look at the fact that there are 40 million people who have filed for unemployment or out of a job and some business won't yeah. come back, the people need your message now. They need it more now than ever. I, I and, think so, and, and I think they do, and so that's why that's part of the pivot. And also with you know, Job Path is us being a, a tech platform and workforce development. I'm able to blend in my personal message and the tools and resources we offer. So when we say we turn to, I don't know, the Commonwealth of Virginia, or the state of Maryland, right. and say, hey, we have, we have these resources that, yes, you you have a million new people file for unemployment. It's one thing to process those claims for them, but wouldn't you like to have a lot of resources on your website where they can take build a new resume, take an assessment test to figure out what they want to do, take training yeah. courses, get a mentor, and then have my background as part of it. That's a much different response than just, you know, um, filing unemployment claims. So we're trying to bring a whole, a whole host of solutions to the workforce right now. Yeah, and that's that's the key to it, finding those solutions, because people yeah. are looking for the answers. They're looking, they have they a lot are. of questions. They're looking for answers, and, and Job Path is providing that. And, of course, uh, with the Constantine Group, uh, when you uh, go out there and you provide your keynote uh, presentations and your coaching mm -hmm. and training, uh, that also keeps people in a loop because right now a lot of people are go going to have to be uh, retrained for new jobs and, and new opportunities. And, and you, that balance that you have between your company and Job Path is yeah. going to help them along their journey, which is really fantastic. And uh, one other thing I want to talk to about that listeners don't know is your background in the military. You were a, a were you a JAG? Is that you were in the legal field? Yeah, yeah. On, on active, I joined the Marine Corps actually when I was in law right. school, so I came on active duty as a lawyer and, and served for six years as a okay. criminal defense counsel and, and criminal prosecutor. But then as a reservist, I deployed. Uh, with a with an infantry battalion right. doing what's called civil uh -huh. affairs work, so I was I was shot in Iraq while I was with a with an infantry unit, right. um, and and thanks to an amazing Navy corpsman and, and the Marines around me, had a right. you know I was shot in the head, so very very fortunate right. recovery, and here I am, uh, two dozen surgeries later, and and, and doing just fine. And that's why I keep telling people they just don't know how much of I call you a hero, an American hero. That's what I call you. <laughs> hey, and, when, and when Paul Van calls you that, that means something. <laughs> that means something, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
And, and so uh, I, I worked in the Pentagon for 12 years, so and I worked on Capitol Hill for a year in a fellowship. So I, I know uh, when I see things, sure. I know what they are. <laughs> sure. So I so again, you know, I really want to uh, thank you for being a guest today. But before we go, I want you to provide some of your contact information that you can share with the listeners so they can get in contact with you a little bit later on because I know that you can help a lot of people, a lot of organizations. Yeah, yeah, thanks, Paul. And helping people is very important to me. I, I love being a resource on on a number of topics, but the easiest way is to go to my website, which is my name, justinconstantine.com, and my email is justin at justinconstantine.com. And as far as social media goes, I'm on all the usual platforms, but I prefer LinkedIn the most. Okay. Fantastic. Fantastic. And I, I really, again, appreciate you for your time today and all that you're doing and I, I know one thing. I know that the uh, veterans, and, and you also work with, with homeless veterans and people who have been That's incarcerated, right. uh, prisoner reentry yeah. program, which I've, I worked with a, a while when I was, uh, it just came out. Uh, and so you're making a difference on, on all different kinds of level. And so, uh, again, I salute you, uh, Justin mm-hmm. Constantine, for all that you're doing at Job Path and the Constantine Group. And it was an honor to have you as a guest expert on today's show and uh, sharing your expertise for how to secure jobs for veterans. And, and uh, it's really, uh, you're making a tremendous difference. And continued success on your path with the Global Good Fund. We still have a few months left in the tank. And uh, right. just continued excellence in all that you do. Well, well, thank you. And, and on that note, I should, I should have pointed out earlier that all our resources at Job Pass are free for the users, the individual users, the veterans and their family members, and that's your job task. Ah, fantastic. All right. Well that sounds sounds great, uh, Justin. Okay. And I look forward and I I look forward to um uh, interviewing you again sometimes in the future. <laughs> and uh sounds because great. I know that when you get the other books out, the case studies and everything, yep. it's time for people to learn more about that as well. So uh, thank you very much, and have a great day and a great week. Thank you, Paul. I really appreciate it. All right. Have a great day, and I'll talk to you later. All right. Goodbye. Okay, Okay, everyone. Again, that was Justin Constantine, and I tell you, he is a remarkable human being, first of all. And then uh, he uh, retired out of the United States Marine Corps. Uh, He's a Purple Heart recipient, and uh, Justin is a motivational speaker, published author, TEDx speaker, SHRM diversity and inclusion partner, and employment expert. Uh, Justin, I, I told him earlier that he has, is living two or three lives at once, and he's, he does such a remarkable job. And it was my honor to interview him today, and I know that you enjoyed listening to him share his expertise his, and talk about his talents and abilities. Uh, my time is up. I thank you for yours. I'll see you on the next broadcast of the Wealthy Speaker Talk Show. And I also will have another guest tomorrow, so thank you all for tuning in and recommend that others listen to this particular episode. It is truly, truly amazing. So thank you very much, and have a wonderful day and a wonderful week as well. Thank you for tuning in, listening in, and connecting with host Paul Lawrence Van and his guests. 
Encourage your family, friends, and colleagues to tune in to another episode of The Wealthy Speaker Show with Paul Lawrence Vann. 